Hey, good morning, everybody. It's another great day to be alive, and welcome to the Six Figure Pivot, the show dedicated to helping coaches and consultants earn six figure profits. With two new episodes every single week, we're going to be interviewing founders and CEOs to talk about what strategies you can implement immediately into your business to increase your profits. And we're going to be doing it in 10 minutes or less. Today's guest is Tori Gray, CEO of The Gray Dot Company, an SEO and data consulting firm. They use data and analytics to help businesses make better decisions so they can make more money for their business. If this is something that you'd like to try out for your company, go to thegray.company, and that's G-R-A-Y. If you like this type of content and you're a coach or consultant, make sure you subscribe to the show and sign up for my monthly newsletter at sixfigurepivot.com. Enjoy the show. Tori, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. First, I'd like to start out by talking a little bit about SEO. I want to know what is the number one mistake people are doing in their business when it comes to SEO? What are they doing wrong? Oh, such a good question. Uh, and the very quick answer is they're not paying enough attention to their user customer data. So whether that's their first party data or that's the party data coming from Google, where we can understand what users are searching for. I don't think on the whole, people are doing a good enough job understanding the language that their customer, their target customer is using and reflecting that back to them. So using that on their website um, and, and using it in a way that helps educate them. So let's not take the 1990s sort of route of let's repeat the same word in a slightly different way 18 different times. That's old school. It's not going to work. That's not going to cut it. And it's not going to get you the customers you want. Um, so you need to know their language and reflect it to them. But you also need to lead them and be thoughtful and, and provide the same thought leadership. And you have to balance it as well. Can you tell my audience a little bit about your background and the elevator pitch to how you help people through your business? Perfect. The Great Out Company is a data and SEO firm. We also do product support. So my background has been working in-house, uh, leading organizations in growing, scaling their SEO dramatically. And now I do this through the company. We are a fully distributed remote company and we, we love data. We nerd out on scaling strategies. We really love to use this data to help uh, business leaders make better decisions, frankly. So it goes hand in hand. What are people looking for? How can you provide that? Um, and how do you get in front of more of them? We're quickly. You talk about uh, patterns and frameworks and one in particular uh, that was mentioned was uh, DCI. Can mm -hmm. you go a little bit into that, how that works and, and how people can benefit from this? Perfect. DCI is Digital Consumer Insights. So if you think about the you know market research reports that historically have been run and how big and costly those reports are and the insights that you want ultimately to give you big strategic guidance. So DCI is a much quicker, cheaper, and uh, I'd argue more accurate uh, way to get this data from users because People don't lie to Google in the way that they might lie, especially about sensitive subject matter. So it varies based on the subject matter, of course, but um, especially when it comes to that sensitive matters, people Google and we can get information about how often people are looking for those things. So it goes back to what, what people care about um, and what they're searching for. So we can pull that data and we can measure it. We can also get that data from behavioral patterns. Say, are people engaging on TikTok? Are they watching YouTube videos? How much are they commenting and liking on Twitter? We can use API data to pull that insights in. We can run sentiment analysis and we can understand how much they care about, how much they're engaging with, how much are they rewatching that TikTok video again and again to know, um, to get a better pulse for what people care about, um, which relative to, to the search data tends to be more historical data. What have people searched for? I think like the TikTok and the YouTube data and the engagement data tells you a little bit more about what people might do more in the future. Um, so hand in hand, you can get 
amazing behavioral data to help you make really, really actionable decisions. How are you positioning your product? What are people looking for? Um, what is the new feature you should build? Because people are really frustrated with this thing that's happening. Um, it, it all comes together when you're realizing what people are looking for. You had mentioned both Google and TikTok uh, right now. And so what I was wondering is with your business, are you focused on a specific platform or where is your primary focus when you help business owners? When it comes to DCI, we are all across the board. We're pulling it from their data. Uh, we're pulling it from the tools that we can find that are publicly available on the web. And we're also pulling from our clients' first-party data. So if they're collecting information on their own, then we can use that data to, to pull the insights together. When it comes to our marketing uh, you know, line of our business, then we're really going to be focused on predominantly Google, but we're also exploring TikTok. Uh, and we do a decent amount of YouTube work as well. Um, but that's just based on, this is the data set we learned. We learned how to leverage it and how to use it. And, and that, then we can bring it to all these broader implications outside of SEO. So once I have this data, how do I implement this into my business in order to really make a change and make a big impact within my business? I think it can help you a lot with, say, prioritization. I need to choose between X and Y. And instead of making a gut call, and if you're not sure, oftentimes there's data that can tell you people are looking for this over this. I've used this for content programming decisions. When I worked in-house, we were making educational content and we need to know who do we want to select as the instructor? Who's more popular? Who do we want to, or what do we want the subject matter to be? How are we going to frame this? What are the words people are using? We can tell how often people look for that. We can tell also on YouTube how often people are watching which videos, engaging with it and liking with it and loving it with a sentiment analysis. So there's just lots of very little minute things that can be, oh, it adds up and suddenly it's an actionable report. So I know this is a new product line that I want to offer is an example. We're working with e-commerce companies when they're innovating and they're trying to say, what are we going to offer next? We can tell them what people are looking for in a very actionable, uh, quick way. You've been doing this for almost 15 years as in the coaching consulting world. And so for you looking back at your career, what was the biggest changes or actions that you maybe took that made the most impact to help you grow your business? Interesting. For me, it's all about communication. Um, you know, is there is there empathy? Is there understanding? Is there listening? And is there understanding what they're saying with the words that they're saying? So I think you connect with people when you know, when they feel heard, when they feel understood, when they feel appreciated and lifted up. So it all comes back to empathy for me. But to, to get to empathy, you have to really listen and you have to communicate effectively. So learning their language, um, whether that's the keywords you write on your page using their language or putting yourself in, in their shoes and formatting your deliverables, for example, and like, what, what work are you going to do? How is it going to be useful to them? Is it going to be useful to them? And, or, or are you just lobbing something over the fence that makes you feel smart and important um, versus giving something that they can actually move forward with? So listening, communicating, empathy. Is that with your customers or is that with your employees or both? All of the above. It's it's really critical. It's a give and a take. It, it's, it's a balance on both sides. But I argue if you have a happy team, you're going to have much happier clients. So it's it's something that's been really successful for us. What were the biggest challenges you faced as an entrepreneur in order to get to the point where you're at today? Oh, it's been an interesting ride. I'd say it's mostly been trying to handle growth effectively. And, and when do we have to say no and move away from things? Because we just don't have, say, capacity or we need to improve the process over here in order to make us move more quickly. It's been a bit of a, a rodeo or a wild ride in just making sure we can do everything we want to do. Because I like to say yes. I'm a yes person and I want to do a lot and I want to help everybody. Um, but we sometimes we have to, to set boundaries and, and draw those lines so we can help them more effectively. How do you make the choice on which opportunities to take and which ones to pass up on? 
a lot of that is based on fit. So we get better and smarter about client fit all the time. So for example, we really, really love working with embedded teams within corporations um, or, you know, companies. Um, so that makes us more effective that we're not your execution person. If you're paying me to do your interns work, that's probably not a very good ROI on our service line. So working with your internal teams is a better fit for us, um, for example. Um, how they speak to us, how respectful they are is really important to us. Um, can they communicate? Can they be effective? Because if you have someone in-house, can they sell a strategy in? If we're the external third party, can we equip them? Certainly it is a relationship and we want to help them get better at selling it in. Um, but they also need to know how to do that to some degree themselves. Um, we can help them help themselves, but not if they don't know how to do it in the first place. So there's a variety of flags that we look for that might be fits for us. Um, to really just make sure we're aligning with how, how can we help them or not? You know, we've turned down projects where we did the DCI research and we said, look, people don't know that you're, they, they have a problem, so they're not going to look for it. So SEO is not right for you right now. And that's okay. We, you need to go is build brand awareness. And when you have done that, let's talk. There's other things we can do later. Um, so being upfront about that in the first place, I think also builds better, stronger relationships in the long term. Where is the best place for people to connect with you? Uh, you can find me on mostly on LinkedIn or Twitter um, and also just Google The Great Out Company and we'll show up. Thank you for being here, Tori. Thank you so much for having me.